Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 488, features guest host Madeline Ray, cool bands, bugs and animals, sex facts, and cheating. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Jangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 488 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your humble host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the most amazing content creator and cam model based in fetish anywhere ever created. She is everything you could possibly want in a stunning woman and more. She is your fungi femme fatale, your mushroom maiden, your caterpillar concubine, the buxom butterfly bombshell, and the pantyhose and plant princess. It is Madeline Ray. How are you doing? I swear to God, if like I don't get a plaque with all of those on it for my birthday or Christmas or the new year, I'm going to cry. Okay. I, I need all of that. All of that? All right. All I, of that. I will do my best. Um, the trope is whenever somebody gets a trophy or plaque, it's like a bowling trophy. But it has oh, yeah. Yeah, other stuff. So is, are you okay with that? Oh, yeah. Go to Goodwill and find somebody's, like, broken (laughs) basketball trophy or something, you know? Okay. I can do that. (laughs) Sure, you can glue a Barbie head on it or something. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to make it real funky, for sure. (laughs) So how are things? Things are growing. I've got bugs everywhere. Yeah, you do. Outside. Yeah, I was going to say outside. (laughs) So uh, some are inside. uh Uh-oh. Well, no, no, I, I bring the cocoons. It, I have a net. I have a net enclosure. Okay. So I bring the chrysalis assisticizes okay. inside. All right. So nothing eats them. Man, you are. Truly, I'm dedicated. Yeah, I'm dedicated. you are one I'm with like, nature. Y'all want to be my roommate for a little bit, and then I watch them hatch, and then I go, be gone. Good luck. Don't get eaten by a bird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, oh, it's like go out the window, you just hear, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, or fly in front of a car. <laughs> oh, speaking All that of. that for nothing. Yeah. Well, I give you a lot of credit because you have a lot more patience than I do when it comes to stuff like that. And I was very impressed by your time lapse chrysalis. Did you see video. that? That was awesome. Oh my god! Do you, oh, it took forever, but yeah. Um, I want to. I had to plug in the phone. I had to stop it because it just kept like taking forever. Yeah. But I think I had the phone running on and off for about forty minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then I compressed it into forty-seven seconds. Wow. Yeah. So if yeah. anyone wants to see nature happen before Boom. their eyes, you can go to what uh, was that the 23rd or 24th of August in your timeline. And you can see the video on the Ray with roots Twitter, not my Madeline Ray one. Cause I'm trying to kind of disconnect. I don't know. Makes sense. I don't don't know what I'm doing. This is going to be a, uh, a difficult show for me. Oh, but we'll come back to bugs in a second. Uh, my mic stand is dying and it, uh, (gasps) it it won't stay erect. My, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it keeps getting droopy on me. It's a very flaccid t- mic stand. Touch it uh, a little bit. I don't know. I'm, it's a, it. I'm rubbing the tip. I'm playing See with that. It. Oh, yeah, this is just sad. <laughs> uh, all right, let me write that down for the Amazon wish list. That's what she said. Hey, now. So you are being very kind when it comes to bugs and such. 
The Pittsburgh area is not. We have a, I will call it a plague, uh, an infestation of spotted lanternflies. Oh, no. Holy smokes. They are everywhere. They, They literally look like tumbleweeds going down the road because they're just getting run over by cars and there's just piles of them. It's crazy. Those are some bad bugs. Yeah, and it's strange because they're very city-based. I don't have them where I'm at, but they're all downtown. It's really crazy. I don't know if it's just the water or, you know, it's a city. Not like there's any fruit trees or anything like that around. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't, I can't figure it out. Watch yourself. Wear your bug spray. Yes. And the one thing I hate about them, and we also have, I don't know if you have them in your area, stink bugs. Okay. (laughs) What is it with, and this is so sexy. Thank you for bearing with me, listeners. What is it with pest style insects that it's mandatory they fly like shit? They're horrible flyers. They're loud. They don't land or take off well. They make a lot of noise. Like, I don't understand what it's, it is. It's their shape, especially beetles. Hold, hold on one second. Sure. Just because I'm, I'm nerding out right now Uh-oh. and I'm stuck. <laughs> okay. So a couple of weeks ago, Uh-oh. I had a buddy that decided it was going to die in my driveway. Okay. And you kept it? Of course you do. <laughs> I mean, if you have to ask. So, peep this bad boy. Holy crap! It was, the wings were in and everything. I pinned it. Like, this This is what I uh, what I do. This is my nerd obsession. That is crazy. What, uh, what type, ooh, of, bu- ooh, what type of bug is that? It's a Hercules beetle. No kidding. What? Yeah. What do you guess is the wingspan of that? Um, from tip to tip, I'm going to go about four and a half, maybe four and a quarter, four and a half. Yeah, that thing's gigantic. Uh, no, I was coming out to my car and I heard it like, bleh, bleh. And I was like, fuck. And I look and I was like, oh. And I flipped it over and I, it like touched me. So I got scared and flung it. And then I had to flip it back over again. And then... And then when I got home, it was dead in my driveway. Never left. Wow. Yeah. That is, that's crazy. Are you going to have a wall of those and then have yeah. a mask and a straight jacket and start calling everybody Clarice? I, I mean, I, I, this is what I do. Like I make the buggies and usually <laughs> I put them on the wall. Uh, but recently I actually took a good bit of my collection and I donated it to Alexandra Snow and her Wicked Eden uh, dungeon down in Columbus. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So if you ever check out her website or her Twitter and see anything in the library, if you zoom in and you see any of the framed bugs, I tender and lovingly frame those and send them. Oh, that is very cool. (laughs) See, I'm not the only weirdo that loves bugs. (laughs) No, you are definitely not. (laughs) But let's get away for now. From the bug talk, because we have a couple things to get into before we start getting into articles. And because I lovingly curate these articles, I made sure to find one that is half bug, half people, and then a big bug just for you. I save these for you. I love it. And I can't even say bug, but uh, the big pest was actually a listener and Twitter follower submitted article. Uh-oh. Yeah, so good stuff. <laughs> Before we started recording this episode, I told the beautiful Madeline Ray that I was going to a hardcore music show uh, very soon, and it's with the band Escuela Grind. If you don't know them, Check them out on YouTube. The big song by them is All Is Forgiven. It is uh, impressive, shall we say. But I've been trying to do more fun things just to get out, either blow off steam or just kind of decompress, get away from the state of the world. And a lot of it is either comedy 
or music. And recently, I went to a local concert venue and saw a band that I've actually known for quite a while. And the name of the band is Awake at Last. They are a rock band, and their lyrics are uh, very introspective and, and can be positive, which I really like. Very mentally and emotionally positive lyrics. And they're on their third album, and I remember seeing them opening for a band. I can't remember. It was so long ago. <clears throat> and uh, I met the lead singer, and I met the, I've actually met the band a couple of times. So when they came to the venue, it was funny because their tour van had broken down. They had to cancel a couple of shows, but literally pulled up to the venue as the show was about to start. Like they just got there. So he comes in, a lead singer comes in and uh, he recognizes me, which is always nice to have, you know, a, a band recognize you. So we talked for a little bit and I talked to him after the show and uh, got some pictures. You can see it on my Twitter or my ex, excuse me. Uh, your ex? Dick oh. Yeah, well, we it's, didn't it's, talk about her anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I would rather we didn't. Yeah, there's no good way of saying that, is there? No. No. But the fun thing is they had an opening band by the name of Dead Eyes. They're out of Maryland and a great group of guys, also very rock strong if you are a fan of the band I Prevail or maybe a, a few Go back a few years, a band called Crossfade, very similar in style, but I really like how they do what they're doing. I, I really like their sound. So I meet them after the concert, and uh, the singer and a guitarist are like, oh, so that, you know, thanks for the positive feedback. Uh, what's your name? So I give them my real name. And I said, uh, could I get a picture with you as a band? And they said, absolutely. So take a picture with them. They sign a CD for me. And I said, okay, I guess I kind of have to tell you this. Um, <laughs> though you know my real name, as this goes out on Twitter, I'm a podcaster. I'm involved with this podcast with the adult community. So I have a quote-unquote performer name. And that name is Dick Dangle. So when you see that, you know what's going on. You're like, wait a minute, that's not the same name. You know, I, I just want you to kind of understand. I have never heard a group of men, four men, laugh that hard in my entire life. I was going to ask. I was like, okay, so how how hard oh, did they start cackling? The, the one guitarist was like, I want to call everybody Dick Dangle now. <laughs> like, that is the greatest <laughs> name ever. They're like, why did you bury the lead? Why didn't you just say that in the beginning? We Yeah, we had so much fun with that. But they were just an awesome group of guys. Check out all those bands. But I just thought it was really funny. I love when people hear my name and... Their reaction is usually it's either outright laughter or that I shouldn't be laughing, but I'm going to laugh. Like it's almost it's too good not to laugh. I mean, just wait until they find out about your your alternate persona. You should hit that up next time you're at the oh, at a show with them. I the Dick, old, Dick Dangle couldn't make it tonight, but Dick Rigid's here. That's right. <laughs> Dick Rigid. Uh, it's so difficult to not make that account because. I'm going to burn some bridges making that account <laughs> because the problem is I believe that I have a fairly well-rounded sense of humor and I can get, mm -hmm. I can get really dark. I can be funny and everything in between, but I can get like, Oh, so some of the things that I think of, I'm like, man, I wish I had a place to say this. Cause it's really funny because it's about the joke. But my persona has been so shaved and cultivated that I, there's no way. Mm -hmm. I think people would be like, like what? yeah, people are like, I'm out. Is he okay? Yeah, for sure. Do we need to, do we need to call somebody to check on him? <laughs> Maybe he's been hacked. Yeah, uh, that would be more like it. Yeah. Like, I think someone who's pretending to be you is out there yeah. saying some things. I think Madeline Ray needs that. No, I've I've put that away in a box. She's not allowed to come out ever again because that was. Oh no! 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 Okay. 
<laughs> but there will be a point where that box starts to rattle and grow and light and, and steam. And smell bad. And smell bad for sure. And uh, it's just going to explode. And you know what? And then I will ride off into the sunset with <laughs> two middle fingers in the air. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Sayonara, suckers. Well, if you do it, I do it. That's all I'm going to say. Right. All right. It'll be an impressive last show. <laughs> <laughs> so, young lady, are you ready to get into a couple quick news and notes, and then uh, we'll get into some articles? Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. The first one I would like to get to is there was a recent adult award show the urban x awards mm, mm-hmm. and they have recently announced their winners so i just want to bring some of them up uh best all sex release is deep inside jennifer white from oh, okay. johnny darko evil angel and of course mm. jennifer white i called it months ago when this was released this is going to win a lot of awards. Mm-hmm. And this is I the remember. first. Yeah, thank you. This is the first of many for sure. Uh, MILF Performer of the Year, Rachel Cavalli. Okay. Most Popular Adult PR Agency, The Rub PR. I know them. I know them. <laughs> they won't return my calls, but I know them. No, I'm kidding. <sighs> uh, female Performer of the Year, Avery Jane. Okay. Why do I bring these ones up specifically? Because I've interviewed them. It's so self-serving why I do that. (laughs) Uh, Most popular talent agency, Hussey Models, male performer of the year, Isaiah Maxwell, and transgender performer of the year, Brittany Cade. So congratulations to them and all of the winners on that list. But I was just doing truly a self-serving dive into... (laughs) I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I think I need to be less humble. I mean, you can. Go for it. Or is that dick rigid? Um, There there might be something in between. (laughs) Dick al dente? Yes. Okay. Uh, That's the passive aggressive one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, what what is it the the Canada nice is that, is that how it, yes yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness I'm putting that out on Twitter tonight <laughs> as we record this now as I said I'm going to bring some articles that may warm Madeline Ray's heart mm. because some involve insects <laughs> some involve creatures and critters yes in this first one is Creatures and Critters based. And it actually comes from, can I call him the Dangle News reporter? Ooh, the contributor. The contributor. That is a great word. I love when listeners send in articles. And this one, I'm sure he won't mind if I say his name. If he does, I will go back and beep it. (laughs) Uh, It is Dave Armstrong. Thank you so much for sending me this article. The article he sent is from TMZ.com. Okay. Austrian supermarket spider with bite that can cause permanent boners invades store forces evacuation. <laughs> that causes? Causes. Now, okay. I'm just going to say it now, but I'm sure you'll you'll tell me in a little bit. I'm just imagining that it's just Austrians really like spiders and the <laughs> oh. bites just titillate them. I'm moving to Austria <laughs> just to go to this grocery store. Oh, my gosh. A supermarket in Austria was evacuated after a highly venomous spider was spotted in the store. And the creature has a bite that can not only kill but also cause permanent erections. That would make for a very oddly shaped coffin. Can I say that? Permanent? Permanent. The deadly arachnid in question is the Brazilian wandering spider. That's different than the barking spider. (laughs) Fart joke. (laughs) Sorry. I'm I'm glad somebody else knows about the barking spider thing because it's 
fucking hilarious. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you just get spiders. What? <laughs> and it was reportedly spotted in the store. The creature has reached Europe before, usually by hiding in bunches of bananas being shipped to stores. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> bunches of bananas? or <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, they're just going back home, you know. Oh, banana for you. banana. They're going from one banana to your banana. Uh-oh. Isn't that a book by Dr. Seuss? It might be. Coming to a banana near you. Yeah. One banana, two banana. Dead Something ba- about fish. Yeah, <laughs> dead, dead banana, banana you banana. <laughs> the four-inch black and red spider apparently popped up at the penny supermarket in Krems, and oh my goodness, I'm, I'm just going to skip. Yeah, but it's uh, Giant Eagle, uh, which is about 45 miles west of Vienna. The store called authorities after Tuesday's sighting, and the shop has been shuttered ever since. Okay, you said four inches. Now I want you to note that that's like the same. That is gigantic. Wing length. Yeah. Reference. Yeah, that's giant. I don't like it. The spider is still on the loose, despite an extensive search of the store, which included sealing all the banana crates. Somebody took him home. <laughs> well, all you have to do is look for either the uh, insect eradicator business, you know, whatever it is. Just look for the guy with the raging heart on and be like, yeah, no, nope, or- I, I couldn't find it. Couldn't find it at all. Sorry. As he's pushing open the door without his hands to get out of the store. (laughs) Oh, that's terrifying, though. The Brazilian wandering spider is featured in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most venomous arachnid, and its bite can cause hypothermia, blurred vision, convulsions, in addition to permanent erections. (laughs) So would it also... Wait, so it was deemed the world's record's most deadly? Just most venomous. Most venomous. Okay, so would you also call it the most sexiest if it's boner-inducing? I might have to agree with you on that. I think it's missing two titles here. It is a funky-looking spider. Can I tell you that? <sighs> it's a funky look. one. Oh, don't do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. <gasps> but at the Oh, s- <laughs> it looks like it wants a hug. It's like, pick me up. Mm, I, I, I guess. Baby. That's it. Uppies. Uppies. <laughs> bitey, bitey. Yeah, exactly. Now, all that being said, if oh, I no. knew I wouldn't die, might try it out. Oh, those, the fangs. The fangs. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, that, that's that's my my aunt with spiders. If it's big enough and I can see fangs, I'm like. Mm-mm. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh. The killer rabbit from Monty Python. It's got fangs. Yeah. yeah. But but boners. Permanent. How do they know it's permanent if the person dies? Got a point. Mm-hmm. There is a difference between permanent boners and rigor mortis. There is. Like when when where's the cutoff? Where's the transition? Mm. Well, like I said, oddly shaped coffins. Yeah. I mean, or you know, just yeah. incinerate. Yeah, the coroner, you know, the medical investigator is like, listen, he has been on the autopsy table for two weeks. This thing's not going away. So either I we don't know what to do. Either we make a mold of it or we have a pyramid shaped coffin and put him in it. It does make me wonder yeah. how quickly between being bitten and you having trouble <laughs> is because can you enjoy that permanent boner? I don't, I don't I don't have a boner. I can't I can't speak for the masses on this one. <laughs> you can't speak for the other half. I I can't. I can't. You know what? This was this was a gnarly article and I appreciate I appreciate it being sent in. Yes. Yes. Mr. Armstrong, nope, thank you very much. Yeah. But I will say, I don't know if I can be friends with Mr. Armstrong after oh, no. his taste in baseball. Oh, no. What, what's yep, the issue? Bringing it up. What's the issue? Well, apparently, he's a Cubs fan, and I can't I can't swallow that. <laughs> Is there a reason? 
Still buttered about 2016. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I get it. I get it. Should. I mean, somebody had to lose, but. Did it have to be your team? It did. But you know what? I I can't say all bad things about him because he did remind me to get Oreos one day when I said remind me to get Oreos. Well, there you go. So uh, maybe maybe we can be friends. I don't know. It's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see with the next article oh, okay. as the contributing continues. Yes. <laughs> so let's bring it back All right. a little bit, a little bit more centric, if you will. Okay. Okay. And I mean that because this is an article about us beautiful redheaded people. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> wow. Well, then you're going to really dislike this entire article. This is from joe.co.uk. Okay. It's a new place. I'm finding fun stories. Oh. People with ginger hair are better in bed according to science. Ahem. Ahem. Mm -hmm. Okay, Hummel. (laughs) Who funded this? The Mm -hmm. science? Is it all the redheads? We have been, we have quite the lobby, honestly. You know what? Y'all are fading fast. Don't even give me that. Oh, you have no idea how fast we're fading. I'm telling you, people need to jump on the ginger train soon because (laughs) nobody wants ginger children. So. Gingers can't donate sperm in most U.S. cities now. They can't? No, because they have their fill of it because nobody wants redheaded kids. I mean, to be fair. Easy. Y'all are, y'all are too fair. <laughs> you step out to the sun and you're like. Yeah. It gets worse as we get older, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Any host. Uh, yeah. And our, our numbers in the population are dropping. So us true unicorns of society you need to get on us i'm just i i'm yeah no i remember a national geographic article that said something like gingers will be extinct i want to say it was 2020 something but y'all are still here maybe it's 2040 something might be but still this was back in like the late 90s early 2000s so well let's get to this incredibly important and factually correct article okay Mm-hmm. May 26 was World Redhead Day. So there's no better time. Of course you did. I was I was waiting for the card in the mail. Nothing. Hurt my heart. <laughs> so there's no better time to remind you of some scientific proof that gingers have plenty going for them. <laughs> the lucky 2% of us who are blessed with ginger hair. 2%. I remember when I was a kid, it was nine, and now it's two. (laughs) Oh, she's waving goodbye (laughs) to me. (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) The lucky 2% of us who were blessed with ginger hair may have had to put up with years of teasing, but there's plenty of benefits to having fiery locks. First up, studies have found that people with ginger hair are better in bed. This is because of a specific gene connected to redheads, the MC1R gene. This gene makes the individual more sensitive to touch than people with other hair colors. Oh my God, this is so true. Hold on. It's the same gene that makes redheads more susceptible to hot and cold temperatures and also means us gingers have a higher pain threshold. I can agree 100% with all of that. Okay, so hear me out. <laughs> okay. Good sh- shit on my parade, please. If y'all are more sensitive to touch and yes. like, wouldn't that just make you premature ejaculators? No, because we have yeah. learned to harness that. <laughs> You're not buying it. Heart noise. Nope. 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 I, I am the furthest thing from a premature ejaculator. Uh-huh. The furthest. Okay. I mean, but, okay. but it makes sense because I can have 
sex and not have an orgasm and be completely fine with it because I'm so in with what I'm feeling and being in the moment in the situation. In full disclosure, I have what I learned was actually something called touch deprivation, which is you may receive love in your life and you may receive some physical touch in your life, but it's not enough for you to feel like you are satiated. You are in a place where you can just be calm with what you've been given. You always feel like you need more. And that could just be hugs or gentle touches, caresses, back scratches, Mm -hmm. whatever. I've never felt like I've ever lived a healthy life or been in a real healthy relationship and had that fulfilled. So I can agree with that. Now, we, we as gingers, are more susceptible to hot and cold. That makes complete sense because of our skin. But I have a really high pain threshold. So I can agree with all of that. Okay. Yeah. I was willing to do my own rehab after surgery from a torn bicep muscle. Yeah. That's that's how you do it. I'm currently living with a hernia. You, you wouldn't even know it. It's been actually it's been like Almost two years. <laughs> I'll like duct tape it. Yeah. Duct tape it. Yeah. I just run some roofing nails through it. It's fine. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. Now, back to the article. It does say, but because of this, it means that people with ginger hair find it easier to orgasm during sex. Man, I uh, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, I still feel like it's pointed to prematurity. Maybe you're just the odd one. I... I'm even more of a unicorn. Ladies have sex with me. <laughs> Along with this, there is evidence. <laughs> There's Dick El Dente coming out again. <laughs> Along with this, there is evidence to suggest that ginger people have special pheromones, which makes them sexually attractive. Now, this one, maybe for ladies. But, uh, yeah, I don't know about us guys. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met a single woman. That's like, Oh my God, I have to have me a ginger. You just broke my heart. I'm sorry. I'm just being real here, but I'm also channeling some inner anger. (laughs) So this is just going to be mean the whole time. And I'm going to love every minute of it. Damn it. (laughs) In his book, the redheaded encyclopedia, Stephen Douglas explains that redheads have a sweet and musky scent on their skin, a fragrance that can make them more appealing to others. So the next time we get together, <laughs> sniff the shit out of me. Just, 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 just get on me and sniff and see if uh, if this is true. It's for science. Yes, of course it is. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have nothing. <laughs> You've never sniffed a redhead. No, I have, but I don't think I would consider it sweet or musky. Well, what were you doing? I can't talk about it. Oh, see, so you've had sex with a redhead. Maybe. Oh, see, you've see, you're trying to play the hard line on this, and now oh yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely. Seeing, I'm seeing I'm, I'm going to be vicious about it. Ah, but you're lying. How dare you on this show? <laughs> the confidence boosting science doesn't end there either. Research from a study at the University of Hamburg found that women with red hair have more sex than either blonde or brunette counterparts. <laughs> That's why I used to dye my hair red. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> sex researcher Professor Dr. Werner Habermel said... The sex lives of women with red hair were clearly more active than those with any other hair color, with more partners and having sex more often than the average. The research shows that the fiery redhead certainly lives up to her reputation. Now, notice that is a her. Mm-hmm. It's not a man. If you think about it, there aren't many leading men that are redheaded on TV. I got nothing. Yeah. Nothing comes to mind. David Caruso. Really? Yeah. Is he? He, he is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wouldn't have 
I got nothing. Yeah. Maybe that's what I need to be. The new TV heartthrob. Do it. Dick Al Dente, MD. I have my own medical show. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> MDDP. <laughs> TVDA. Oh, my. Oh, my. That just got real. Ginger women also have the highest orgasm rate of all hair types at 41%. So I would imagine that means penetrative. And that makes sense because redheads are more sensitive. Physically. I give that. Yeah. I can give that. And the ginger haired benefits don't stop there either. As redheads also stay looking younger for longer. That I can't argue either. You're just jealous. That's all this is. I'm no, I'm not jealous. Yeah, you are. Uh-uh. See it on your face. It's not my face. Just because your sex is <laughs> lackluster and you're <laughs> unlike us gingers who age like fine wine, you are aging like a potato. You know what? I will you don't be have to get upset. fucking I'll be a potato. Okay. People fucking love potatoes. Yeah. Do they? You know they how do. much? Do you know how much you have to do to potato to love it? You know what? It takes a lot of work. You have to deep fry it. You have to mash it. You have to boil it, then slice it up and fry it up in a pan. Yeah, it takes work to get them good, Thank and you. then they treat you well. <laughs> but is it worth the work? I don't know. I mean, I grew my own potatoes this year, and I think they were fabulous and worth the work, so. Potatoes need a pimp to make them right for consumption. Then I'll be a potato pimp for the rest of my life. All right, I'm adding that to your your list of things that I call you. (laughs) And potato pimp. All right. Don't think you're not getting that trophy. Dear listeners, if any of you are redheaded, let me know if these facts are true, because they are. But just let me know anyway, if you believe them, if you have any issues with them, if you out there listening have had sex with an amazing ginger like myself, let me know if this is true, because I I know it's all true. It's science. It's how I'm, I'm going to I'm going to need people to chime in and give their point of view because I refuse to believe it. <laughs> that hurts. That really You know what? Sometimes the statistics are true. Yes. Sometimes they're not. No, they're all Because they're funded by the wrong people. No. Everything I bring to this show is fact and fact checked. Many times over to make sure that I'm not lying to the audience. I'm a sexy beast. Anyway. See, you're not. Yeah. Anyway. But it has been fact checked. Okay. Yeah. That's why I don't use you as a fact checker. There's a Twitter poll right now about if people love potatoes or not. So prepare (laughs) yourself. Of course people love potatoes. But they only love them if you do something to them. Isn't that everything, though? No. You could just eat a carrot. You could just eat an apple. You don't have to turn it. It is better if you turn it into something else, like an apple pie or carrot (laughs) cake. Yes, I am very food-based. But a potato, very few people just eat raw potatoes. You have Uh, to make it something else. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I hate to be Dick Al Dente on you, but I... (laughs) Now, since you have en- <laughs> since you have endured this article that has clearly infuriated you, what I have done is more fact checking, and I'm bringing you an article that is sex facts, but I've been kind enough to equally distribute the facts between the insect and wildlife community, okay, and the human community. All right. Do I get to guess which is which? uh, It's going to be really obvious. So basically what I'm going to do, I'm going to give a human one and then a non-human one. Okay. All right. 
This is from thechive.com. Horny sex facts from all walks of life. Now, I am not going to give you every fact in this article. If you want to check it out, you can go to thechive.com or you can click the link to this article at danglinafterdark.com. Just go to episode 488. You'll see the article listing underneath it. You can read them all. Because I love, I'm going to give you a non-human <laughs> fact first. Okay. Let's see if you knew this. Pigs hold the record for the longest orgasms out of any animal. True. A, a pig or how do you know? A pig orgasm is 30 minutes, but some have been known to last up to 90 minutes long. Uh-huh. Knew that. So this is fact. This is fact. Okay. That is a long orgasm. I don't uh-huh. know if I want to shudder and shake. Right. For that long. Uh, yeah. And and who's watching the poor pig for that long going, yep, still happening. Still happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Timer. Stop yeah, watching exactly. it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's a bit too intense for me. Yeah. I mean at that point, you're not smoking one cigarette as a pig after sex. That <laughs> yeah, is a whole pack. It's a, that's a whole tobacco plant. That's right. <laughs> now let's go to a human. Thad Roberts was trying to live out every human's dream. By, quote unquote, having sex on the moon. According to Times Now, back in 2002, Roberts, an intern at NASA, stole nearly $21 million worth of moon rocks. He then proceeded to lay them out on a motel bed and had sex with his girlfriend. (laughs) It's fantastic. Roberts was eventually arrested, and the rocks were said to be contaminated and unable to be studied. Who has put a price on moon rocks? Oh, you can put a price on anything, but... I know, but who decided it was 21, what, million or billion? Million, with an M. Million. But still, who decided that rocks were worth... Uh, Antiques Roadshow. Okay, all right. That's how you know it's legit. Correct. Exactly. Because they don't overinflate or underinflate anything on that show. They have never done that. They're very reputable. Thank you. Same thing with Storage Wars or American Pickers. That is, that's just the value. That's how it is. (sighs) Anyway, tell me that's not awesome. I mean, beyond them being contaminated, how they were contaminated, I don't know. Was it sweat and skin? Was it semen? Was it female ejaculate? Was it other? (laughs) Moon poop. Oh, nobody needs that. It makes me wonder how it was contaminated, but that's awesome. I think in the long run, he thinks that's 100% worth it. You need to find him and get him on the podcast and ask him a bunch of questions. My God, that is a brilliant idea. That would be excellent. Holy smokes. That is a very wide definition of having sex on the moon. Truly, for now, that is the only way the only way you can do it, but there's a lot of loopholes in that. That doesn't seem very comfortable either. But man, that's brilliant. Tell me <laughs> Do you realize how much money he could have posted bail with what he would have made on his OnlyFans from that video alone? Anybody with a, a outer space fetish? Yes. A lunar fetish. That's what I was looking for. That was the word. <sighs> yeah. So this would make him a lunatic. Truly. It would. Wow. A sexual (laughs) lunatic. Absolutely brilliant. Now for your animal. How could we ever forget Diego, the Galapagos tortoise? Oh, isn't he like a million years old or like a hundred and some? He's four billion years old. According to BBC, it is estimated that Diego has fathered about 40% of the two thousand surviving tortoises after literally saving his species with his massive libido diego retired and was released back into the wild in 2020 legend 
Uh, do they still keep track of him? Why'd they release him during COVID? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he's out there living his best life. He's He's got so. a, a thong. He's sitting on a beach. He's got a drink in his hand. Thinking about the old days where scientists captured him and then fed him and treated him well so he could make 800 tortoises. The Wikipedia thing that I saw actually said 900. Okay. I was, so, but not, not splitting hairs here yeah, or anything? Yeah, 800, just saying, 900. That's a that lot was, of offspring. That, uh, that was quick head math. That was, I did hmm. not use a calculator, so. All right. Yeah. So that's a lot of, lot of doing. That's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> I love turtle and tortoise sex noises. <laughs> Back to humans. The earliest artistic depiction of sex is a chiseled piece of white calcite cobble. According to the Times of Israel, the piece is 11,000 years old and was discovered in a cave near Bethlehem in the 1930s. Stay out of my room. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't give you permission. Oh, goodness. I need to see what this looks like. I would imagine it's just uh, not doggy, right? Oh, oh. It is a, I thought it was a painting, mm. but it is an actual sculpture. Oh. And it is two figures in, let's see, how can I describe this? They are facing each other, and she is sitting in his lap. Lotusing. Lotusing, yes. That's like sitting cowgirl. That's, that's sexy for 11,000 years ago. I thought it all would have been doggy. Wow, I'm learning so much. Good for them. Animal. Next. Well, let's say insect. Some male butterflies are known to mate with a female, then mark his partner with a foul stench to ward off other suitors. Males want to pass their genes onto the next generation, and they don't want the females to have babies with other fathers, so they use this scent to make them unsexy. They are clearly not redheaded butterflies because our musk is found to be very attractive. <laughs> okay, so I will admit that is one I did not know. But when you when you were talking about the male butterfly thing, I was like, oh, is this going to be the one? Uh, butterflies really like, I don't know, pee, poop, rotting corpses. It's how they get like a lot of their minerals and stuff so they can produce enough energy okay. and sperm to reproduce. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that they don't want to leave your house is a bad sign. I think so. <laughs> Are no, you that yeah. neighbor in your neighborhood? If there's a bunch of butterflies, you know there might be something in the backyard. That's right. <laughs> People. According Maybe. to IFL science, exposure to ultraviolet light increases sexual desire in humans. A skin protein, P53, has now been confirmed to regulate the connection between horniness and UV rays. That's why it makes us gingers even more impressive. Because we can't be out there, but man, we can sling it. You know, I wonder if that's like why Japan's got the problem because everybody's inside too much. Do they have a problem? Yeah, they have like a reproduction problem. Like a lot of people are not Not getting together and a lot of people are still like older virgins and yeah maybe that's why not enough sun we'll go with that it could be okay i don't know just throwing it out there all right all right for you orkin once published a piece on honeybee mating drones which are the male honeybees will mate with the queen their genitals will then explode and they die yep good times that's what like that that whole thing 
is a big reason, like in the femdom community, they're like, oh, you're just a drone. Did it, did it, submit to me. Oh. I'm like, in B talk, no, no, that means they get to touch you. You'll never hear that coming out of my fucking pie hole. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy, I never even thought about that. Yeah. So you have slaves where some have drones. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't think they know what that means. You might be right. I mean, but they might. Maybe that's the thing. Mm-hmm. We'll stick it and explode. That's right. <laughs> Combust. <laughs> get, it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> Maybe I'll put a uh, an explosion noise in here somewhere. I don't know. That's right. Oh, you did it for me. There we go. <laughs> to us humans. Scientists can now tell if a woman has recently had sex just by the way her hips move when she walks. And you <laughs> stop right now. Don't beat me to the joke. <laughs> if she's walking like a cowboy. Um, in a study involving Belgian women's gates, results were over 81% accurate, according to the National Library of Medicine. Yeah, if they're walking with their knees pointed in opposite directions and swaying like John Wayne, possibly with a drip coming out. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty obvious that they've had sex. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe if they're walking gingerly because, you know, maybe it went in the butt and uh, they weren't... uh, Yeah, a little, oh, ow, ow, ow. You know, like you worked out too hard and your legs are stiff? Oh. Oh, that's never good. Or it's very possible that they're walking weird because they've been in the same position for too long and their hips hurt. That is the one. That could be too. But if you could truly tell if they are sans obvious cues, Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder what it is. Like, do they slosh when they walk? Like, <laughs> like yeah. Like, are tell. we like pigeon footing when we walk, or duck footing? Yeah, a little bit more hip. Pigeon is in, dick duck is out. What was that? Yeah. I'm sorry, dick dick what? I dick I dick duck. You dick duck. I, I screwed up my vowels. <laughs> yeah, it does it make me wonder what it is. Let, let's. I, I doubt it's going to be here, but let's let's see if it just leaves. goes to the article. Oh, like this was a study study. How many people? I mean, we have methods. Like this is an article. It doesn't give the population, but it does give it a, what do they call that? uh, An accuracy of Mm. 0.05%. That's really impressive. Conclusions. The discerning observer may infer women's experience of vaginal orgasm from a gait that comprises of fluidity, energy, sensuality, freedom, and the absence of both flaccid and locked muscles. Results are discussed with regard to previous research on gait, the effect of the musculature on sexual function, the special nature of vaginal orgasm, and implications for sexual therapy. Like I said, this be real. Sounds official. It's, uh, it's way more well, official than the ginger study. So you stop right now. <laughs> oh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and for the last one, because I do love, it is a blend. Okay. Don't make it weird of people and animals. There are very few species on this planet who like to mate in private. Humans are one, <laughs> unless you work in the adult community. Yeah. But they're not mating. They're having sex. <laughs> A little different. And Arabian babblers are another. National Geographic claims that babblers may hide their sexual escapades in order to keep the peace. Hmm. Are those birds? Oh, you're going to make me look it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. They are birds. Okay. I was going to say, it sound, sounds like a bird name. Oh, they're very boring birds. They look like mockingbirds, but yeah. angrier. <laughs> oh, very angry. Mock you birds. 
Yeah. Tweet. Tweet. Privately. Yeah. <laughs> Kaka. <laughs> it's enjoyable to hear when they're like, oh, people like to mate in private when you do work in the adult industry or you see the adult, or even if you're a fan of the adult industry, because mm -hmm. as far as I know, as a casual observer, that is not very true. <laughs> it's because we're forced to do it inside. Otherwise we get like, you know, mm. arrested. <laughs> There's that. You're not wrong. There's that. <laughs> you know, are you willing to do one more article with me, Madeline? I think I can. All right. This article comes from the New York Post.com. Research reveals who's most likely to cheat on their partners. <gasps> that, that was good. I'm excited. Yeah. I love drama like this. Yeah, you sold that. New findings delve deep into the nitty gritty of cheating from why people do it to who are the most likely culprits. Regardless of marital status, age, and geographic location, there's a myriad of reasons why some people cheat. According to Ashley Madison, a dating site for married people, the number one reason why people stray is because they're unfulfilled sexually. Of the people surveyed by the site, 70% gave this as the reason for stepping out. 26% were also on the hunt for casual hookups, while 15% were in open relationships. As well as feeling unfulfilled sexually, some 23% of respondents said their partners weren't fulfilling their emotional needs, which mm. reflects the 64% of people who said their bedroom fantasies centered around intimacy, romance, passion, and emotional connection. Interesting. That is very interesting. So when these philanders, minus the 15% who are in open relationships, are doing the dirty on their partners, what's their excuse? Now, apparently this is based in Australia. Because uh -huh. it says most Australians use the old excuse of working late. And most Australians equates to 33%. Another 28% claim they're quote-unquote, catching up with friends or family, while 23% tell their partners they're, quote, at work drinks. Uh. Okay. Business trips were also commonly used at 18%, and social activities or, quote-unquote, me time were also <laughs> popular with 16% of respondents. Around 10% of people say they're hitting the gym, going for a run, or shopping when the actual fact they're cheating on their loved one. It's a quick run. That is a quick run. Those are truly quickies. I guess it would depend on how long you run. Like at my advanced age and health, I would run like a 15 minute mile. <laughs> I could probably walk it as fast. So, you know, if that's three miles, yeah. that's 45 minutes. That's long enough, right? But, but if you don't do that regularly, that's going to be awfully suspicious. And especially if you leave the house in your Crocs and not <laughs> running shoes. Very true. Yeah. Uh-huh. 45% <laughs> of its Aussie subscribers have been in their current relationship for 20 years or more. And for 46% of those surveyed, the affairs last for one month or more. What's most surprising is that 39% actually describe their primary relationships as happy. So the relationship is happy. It's intimacy unfulfilled. So they step out. Yeah. Okay. That, makes sense. that It makes sense, but it sounds like a communication issue here. And it does. Yeah. So are you ready for the professions most likely to cheat? Yes. Oh, she has. I have my mental list. To yeah, see if she it, has finger compare. to lips. Okay, well, let me ask you: What do you think is one of them that may be on this list? Police. Hmm, okay. The top five 
medical assistants, nurses, okay. unemployed. <laughs> they have all the time to have the sex. Eat. <laughs> Administrative assistants, so office workers, I would imagine. Those in a managerial position, you could call it that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Managerial position. And teachers. Why? Why do these all sound like very feminine, like jobs? Like one where the population of women is more medical. Like it feels very like woman-focused careers. I don't know. Maybe they have more male teachers and than the U.S. does. You know. Well, those were all professions of women most likely to cheat. Okay, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we caught that or if I missed it. Yeah. Okay, all right. That makes sense then. Yeah. Never mind. Professions of men most likely to cheat. Those in a managerial position. Engineers. That's surprising. Okay. Uh-huh. Managing directors. Sales managers. Where's that man word again? There it is. <laughs> Construction workers. Oh. And I would love to add another one to this. Gingers? Chiropractors. (laughs) Everyone I've ever met was more than happy to be with other people. Interesting. Noted. Have you ever been surprised at the rumors of certain occupations when it comes to their sexual enjoyment? I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't think I've ever like dove into that sort of thing. Over, I would say, the last 10 years, I've gotten to know a lot of dentists. Okay. And whoa. <laughs> From what I hear when they have uh, large... Like their conferences? Conferences. Oh, okay. Holy smokes. It is a thing. It is a thing. I think anything that like field that gets together for these conferences, these trips there, there's a proclivity for that sort of action. Great word. Welcome. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, but I almost feel like the more professional it is, maybe Uh even like the more schooling there has to be, the more chance that things are going to go yeah. down at a conference. Man, I, I learned a lot on this show. So, dear listeners, if you are a man and you are dating a medical assistant, or if she's unemployed, <laughs> administrative assistant, managerial position or teacher, and women, if you are dating a guy that is a manager, engineer, director, sales manager, construction worker, it's called. Watch uh, it. It's called an. What do they call uh, Apple tag. Oh, AirPod. Is it AirPod? AirTag. Tag? Something like yeah, that. Tag. But with our words combined, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May want to invest in one. Is all I'm saying. Or don't. Or don't. don't. Just pack your bags and leave. There you go. Holy smokes. Dear Madeline Ray. Dear Dick El Dente. I hope you don't pack your bags and leave. I want you to continue to be a part of this show. Because the listeners love you. I love you. I need, but, but they need to tell me they love me. They can't just tell you and then you tell me. Oh, okay. Dear listeners. Tell me. Tell her. If you're listening to this show, go on X slash Twitter. Go (laughs) on, well, you're, you're not on Instagram, right? I am. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh, yep. go, go on Instagram. You can email me, dick at danglinafterdark.com. Forward it to me. I'll forward it to her. We'll make it a thing. You could DM me at the Dick Dangle on Twitter. Let me know that you love and let Madeline Ray know that you love her. Tell me. She needs it right now, obviously. I do. I do. With all this amazing ginger news, she's feeling a little bit unwanted. And if you're a ginger, I'll allow it this one time. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'll even put a shout out on Twitter as this episode goes live. <laughs> just to make sure you get all the love you need. Uh, hold on. I just want you to know. Oh, boy. 
The potato poll is a hundred percent yes. Nobody has voted no. But you didn't put in the caveat. Oh, see, see, now I'm gonna have. This is gonna become a thing now. You're gonna have to retweet it, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> fine. Madeline Ray, thank you for being a part of this show. Where can people find you to show you their love? On the internet. Perfect. (laughs) You can find me on X at Madeline Ray. You can find me on Instagram, Miss.MadelineRay. You can find me at MadelineRay.com. And there's other sites, too, if you just Google my name. There you go. There you go. I am at The Dick Dangle on Twitter. But if you want to see basically all that I am, which isn't a whole lot, go to (laughs) DickDangle.com. You'll see my links there. I keep trying to add links and I keep running out of time. So I will do my best to get that completely up to date so people know where to find me. So, dear listeners, thank you one and all for listening to this show. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like the incredible Madeline Ray and all of the people you've heard on this show over the years. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Be careful of nature because we don't know if you're going to end up with a permanent boner (laughs) or some other egregious effect of said animal kingdom. Deal with the fact that gingers are the best. And life will be much easier for you. Two thumbs down. I was going to say, pe- people can't hear you doing a thumbs down motion. <laughs> Enjoy sharing the horny sex facts with your friends around the water cooler. And of course, dangle on. That was good. That was very matter of fact. Thanks. Yeah. Your assertiveness training is paying off. <laughs> if you must, if I you must say. 